y'all. Welcome to the Sweet Tea and Jesus Podcast, hosted by Tara McAdam and Kelsey Hamrick. We are two sisters who desire to grow in love for Jesus. You are not alone, and we want to come alongside you with challenges, laughter, questions, prayers, and eternal hope of the gospel. Whether you're on your way to work, folding the 10th load of laundry, or drinking a glass of sweet tea, we pray you are strengthened and filled with joy from these biblical truths today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sweet Tea and Jesus podcast. Today we are talking about one way you can study your Bible. There are a ton of ways you can study your Bible, but we're Mm -hmm. just going to focus on one. I have so been looking forward to doing this episode since we started the podcast. We ready. Mm -mm -mm -mm. What? (laughs) (laughs) We we really, we're so ready for this peer journal episode because this is something that we have both done and it helped both of us in studying our Bible. And like Tara said, there's tons of ways and methods that you can study your Bible. But today we want to walk through one example of Bible journaling. So we're going to do a passage of the Bible together with you today. That's right. You guys need to to buckle in because today's (laughs) episode is different from like any other because today's episode is going to be interactive. So we'll explain that in a little bit. But the method we're going to teach you today is called a HEAR journal. HEAR journal, H-E-A-R. This is the method I was first taught when I joined a D group, discipleship group, five years ago. I have tried so many methods over the years. And to be honest, just being honest, a lot of times I did not have a clue what I was doing. Kelsey, what about you? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it before. You know, I tried the eight ball method, hoping I would open my Bible and it would just be on whatever God wanted to teach me that day. I tried to just follow a Bible study, but I'd get confused because I didn't understand in the context of the actual Bible passage. And it made me feel like reading my Bible was a chore or something that I had to do instead of something I actually wanted to do. And I also felt embarrassed to ask for help because I thought that everyone would be like, wow, we all knew exactly how to do this the moment that we believed. So why why are you so confused? <laughs> Which is obviously not true. Totally not true. Yeah. I remember the first Jim Wilkins study I ever did was on the book of James. And I loved the way Jen took us through each chapter and each verse. Mm -hmm. She taught me what a cross-reference is. I had no idea what that was prior to that. And she actually recommended using a dictionary when you're studying the Bible. Mm -hmm. Who knew? Who knew? Miriam and Webster's could help, but it does. Which we use all the time now. All the time. (laughs) Um, I remember moving through her studies, just feeling so confident by following her questions and her method as she led you through the book. But the second that the study would be over, I would go to read the Bible on my own without out a study guide and I felt lost. I felt like, like I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, you're right. It, it does feel embarrassing. And and I just didn't know what to do when it came to studying the Bible on my own. Yeah, absolutely. I felt the same. Like I said, I felt embarrassed to ask for help and it was really hard to put my pride aside and admit that the Bible confused me. I knew, I believed that Jesus came and lived on earth and died for my sins and rose on the third day, but I didn't know what I was supposed to do after after 
sure I accepted that truth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Once I was taught a hair journal method, seriously though, like it changed my life. I mean, I have a confidence now that I can pick up my Bible and I can start at any book or any chapter. And I feel like I have a set of tools that I've collected over the years that I can dig deeper into the text and truly grow on my own. And it's just an amazing feeling as a believer and follower of Jesus. God meets with me if I am faithful to meet with him. It definitely has not always looked perfect, but it has always been fruitful because he shows up and he teaches me. Kelsey, I know when I discipled you, I initially taught our group how to do a hair journal. How did the hair journal method impact your walk with Jesus? I definitely remember feeling intimidated. So Tara discipled me and one of my best friends, Brianna, and I remember us having conversations and like telling each other every day, okay, so what are you doing? How are you doing this? You know, trying to make sure we were doing it the right way. And I remember we were both so intimidated on like, all right, how, what is Tara going to say when we meet this next week? But you know, when we did the journals on our own, I was surprised how easily it really clicked. And it really did make me feel so confident, just like you said. And it, and, and like you said, it really was just an amazing feeling to have that I could really pick up my Bible anywhere and get something out of it. Absolutely. You know, depending on how much time I'm allotted that morning or sometimes in the afternoon when my kids are napping or even sometimes after they go to bed, if I haven't been able to meet with him that day, my hair journal that day may be long, a couple yeah. pages, or sometimes it's short. It's just one page. Mm-hmm. Some days, all I have time to do is even write down my highlight verse. That's it. And I just yeah. think about it the rest of the day. It just depends mm-hmm. if I'm interrupted or you know something happens. But some days I have time to use the dictionary and look at meanings of words to better help me gain understanding of the passage. Some days I have time to look up all the cross-references in the passage I'm reading, if there are any. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, a cross-reference is something listed either at the bottom of your page in your Bible, or sometimes it's in the margins, and it's usually marked in the passage by a small letter or a small number. Not all Bibles have the cross-references, but most do. And when a cross-reference is listed, it will kind of show you another verse or passage in the Bible that talks about this specific verse, or it's a prophecy or a reference to a verse in the Old Testament. And I I love this. Someone showed me this, I think it was like a year or two ago, but it's an app that's free and it's called Blue Letter Bible. And it helps you look at the passage you're studying in the original language. So it's got Greek and Hebrew and Aramaic. And you can actually look at the word that maybe, you know, you want to dig deeper into and it'll give you a better meaning of the definition at the time that it was written and also context to where that specific word is also used in other pieces in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I just love it. So I also you like- You said that's called Blue Letter Bible. Yes, Blue Letter Bible. And it's a free app. I'm sure they have a paid version, you know, that has a bajillion other amazing features, <laughs> but I always use the free version of it. In apps. case y'all are wondering, we're dramatic sometimes. So we use we use words like bajillion. <laughs> Absolutely, bajillion. And, um, but, you know, just something else too. It's like, I do also, if I have time, like to read the same passage in multiple translations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it helps you get a better comprehensive understanding of the passage that you're studying. Mm-hmm. I usually start out with ESV, which is more word for word translation from the original text. So it doesn't necessarily always flow very well, but mm-hmm. it's the most word for word accurate to today's language. Um, but then, you know, I'll dig in and read, you know, I'll look at it in the New American Standard or the NIV or sometimes the Christian Standard Bible just mm-hmm. to get a different perspective and vantage point of whatever 
versus I'm reading and studying. But all this to say is some days I have time to dig really deep and use lots of super cool tools that I've got in my bag (laughs) that I've learned over the years. And some days I don't. But other than a hair journal, what other extras, Kelsey, do you use in your quiet time if, if time allows you to? Well, you know, some days, like you said, I fill up my page with so much and other days there isn't as much. And one thing I like to do is read the passage first, which I will say this, before you read the passage, pray. Oh yeah. Like we've talked about, prayer is so important. We've got to pray before we we open up scripture and Absolutely. talk to God first before we're learning from him. And I like to read the chapter first and write my initial thoughts down. And then after I dig deeper, if I can later that day to help me kind of meditate on it, I try to find an online sermon from a pastor that I trust to listen to or read just to get a different vantage point. Oh, that's good. That's good. I know a lot of times if I come to a passage and I'm like, I don't know what this means, or I just feel like I'm back and forth on what is the meaning or context of this. And and sometimes having an older, wiser, trustworthy shepherd or pastor kind of just expound on that really can make or break an understanding. So yeah, totally. Absolutely. And if you don't have time to sit there and read, being able to listen as you're doing other things is the way to go. Absolutely. Well, let's get started, shall we? What do you think? Okay. All right. So we're going to explain the HEAR journal a little bit better as for those of you who've never heard of this before. So HEAR is an acronym. H stands for highlight. E stands for explain. A stands for apply. And R stands for respond. So this is the method that I continue to use and Kelsey does too daily in my quiet time with the Lord. There are so many different methods. We just want to reiterate that. this We're not saying this is the best way. We're not saying that this is the only way. We're just showing you something that we were introduced to that has truly impacted our time with God's word and growth spiritually. So we want to invite you as a listener to do this with us. Sometimes I think the best way to learn is by doing. So we want to join you today to do a hair journal with us. If you're driving in your car or listening while you're doing something like washing dishes, your hands are wet and soapy and you can't stop. Well, that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. I just suggest right now, if you can pause our podcast where you are and when you have time to sit down with a piece of paper, your Bible, some pretty pens and highlighters, (laughs) a dictionary if you don't have the app on your phone, and any other resource that you want to use during your quiet time. Gather all those things and come back to our podcast and press play. This is an interactive podcast, so you have homework. Just kidding. (laughs) Y'all know I used to be a teacher, though. For real, though. So (laughs) today's episode, you got to do some stuff. So be brave, be bold. We challenge you to try it. That's just as our goal. You don't have to sit down and do a hair journal with us, but I do truly think that you will get the most out of today's episode if you join us and do it right alongside with us. Absolutely. In teaching about how to do a hair journal, we talked about it and we decided to give two different perspectives on it. So the way I plan to show you is a way to focus in and hone in on a specific verse or two. Tara is going to ask some deeper questions for those of you who would like to dig deeper and look at the passage as a whole. The passage we are going to do a hear journal alongside you with is from the book of James, and we are going to do chapter one. So grab your paper, pen or pencil, Bible, and anything else you may want or need. There are 66 books in the Bible total, 39 in the Old Testament in the front of your Bible, and 27 in the New Testament, which is at the back. Turn in your Bible to the New Testament and find the book of James. And if you need to use the index in the front of your Bible, no shame, because I do it all the time. (laughs) No shame. Same. I have these beautiful 
beautiful fancy Bible tabs that I got from the Daily Grace Co. that helped me navigate all over my Bible. And I truly don't know what I'd do without them. And I'll definitely put a link to those in the show notes. Yes, I definitely have those tabs too. Okay, so here we go. Write the date at the top of your page and write James 1. Then write a capital H on the left side of your paper pretty largely with a colon behind it. And this will be where you do the first section of your here journal, which is the H part or the highlight. We are going to read through the entire first chapter of James. And if time allows, read through it again in another translation. Usually when you are reading through, the Holy Spirit starts pricking at your heart. And there's usually one specific verse from the passage you're reading that jumps off the page to you, speaks to you, convicts you, challenges you, all of those things. So write down the verse by your H section on your paper. Go ahead, pause the podcast and complete your H section. And when you're ready, press play again and Tara and I are going to do the same. Okay, I'll share what I got for my H section and why I chose that verse. Uh, For my H section, I chose verses 19 and 20. So sometimes I pick two. So I'm kind of, you know, sometimes they just kind of go together. Mm -hmm. But verses 19 and 20 said, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. I chose these verses because personally, I have been struggling with this as a mom. Seriously, I have been slow to hear. I have been super quick to speak and definitely quick to get angry. I have been everything the opposite of what these verses command us to be as a child and believer of God. I definitely want to produce righteousness of God, even more so when being an example for my children. Mm -hmm. I want to be a good, faithful servant. And recently, I have added this verse specifically as a request into my prayers to help me be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to anger. But um, what about you, Kelsey? Okay, first, before you read any book of the Bible, I would encourage you to find out who wrote it, who were they writing to, and why were they writing it? Like, were they encouraging or were they calling a church out? You know what I mean? (laughs) Spiritual spanking. That's right. Context (laughs) matters. All right. So I chose several verses to expound on because if I haven't said it before, James is my favorite book of the Bible and I've studied it at least three or four times now. It's just so straight to the point and practical. I definitely think it's a great place to start. So starting at verse one, James refers to himself as the servant of Jesus. In verse 22, he says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. I also give a title for the sections I read sometimes and a title for verses two through 18 could be trials and temptations. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Awesome. Okay. So we're not sure what you wrote down as your highlight verse. And I wish this was truly one of those things where you could share right along with us and let us know what was your highlight verse and why did you pick it? What stood out to you? But no, we are super proud if you even thought about it or attempted to do that section. All right. So H is done. And now we're going to move on to the E section. The section is E for explain. And again, like Kelsey said in the very beginning, we are going to give you two different perspectives on how to do a here journal. One, honing in on a few verses and expounding on those. And then that's what Kelsey's going to kind of give you. And then I am going to give you a different perspective of kind of looking at the whole chapter as a whole and digging out some deeper truths that can just be found overall from the the entire chapter. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Kelsey's going to explain 
um, more about why, what she learned from the verses that she picked. And then I am going to kind of talk about some different things, answering some different questions. For instance, like what truths can you find about the nature of God in this passage? You know, what truths can you find about the nature of God's people, like the, the nature of man? And are there any commands listed here? And if so, like write them in your own words. I had my pastor in um, Birmingham. He kind of said, you know, you're looking for the big ideas from the passage sometimes and kind of like those one liners. And so that's the perspective I'm going to show you on chapter one of James. And Kelsey's going to hone in on her few verses that really, really stood out to her. Mm -hmm. So write an E on your paper under H and do the colon and either expound on really why whatever verse or verses you picked stood out to you and write any and all things, encouragement it gave you, convictions it gave you, challenges it gave you, or just how you want to praise the Lord because of what he taught you in that verse. Or you can dig it and take a different approach and kind of look at the passage as, as a whole and answer some of the questions. What do you learn about God? What do you learn about man? And is God asking us or commanding us to live in any certain way? So take time now, pause, press play when you're ready to hear what we've got. And um, yeah, so press pause. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go into my explain section of the verses that I chose. So the first verse that I chose was verse 22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. So I did the definition of the word deceiving, and that means to mislead by a false appearance or statement. So here James is saying, don't just hear God's word, but live it out. And if not, you are lying to yourself. And the next the next one I want to go into is the title that I gave the section of trials and temptations. So James said to count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds in verse two. He said, when, not if. He regarded trials as inevitable. He also said in verse 13, let no one say when he is tempted. Temptations are inevitable as well. He tells us to count it all joy and joy means to feel pleasure and happiness dependent on who Jesus is. And he also says that God tempts no one. Mm. So in the next section, I talk about how James says that he is a servant of God. That's the first verse in this chapter. And I love it because James was the brother of Jesus. But in the start of his letter, he referred to himself as servant of God and Jesus Christ. And a servant is someone who is in the service of another. So in these sections for explain, I try to just kind of break down what I think the verse is saying or what's really sticking out to me. So Tara, I'm going to let you go ahead and do your section on explain. Sure. Okay. So here are some of the things that I wrote down under my E section. And a lot of these are, again, these big ideas, these one-liner truth statements that I can pull from the chapter as a whole. And they're either about God, um, about the nature of man, or even just statements or commands or you know encouragements to us as believers who follow Jesus. I wrote down, we count it all joy when we face various trials. We are to ask God for wisdom and faith. We, we are to believe that he will give us wisdom when we ask him to. We are to remain steadfast under trial. That's almost like immovable, like we're rooted like a tree under trial. Our temptations are enticed by our own desires. So the nature of man is sin that's in our life comes from a temptation that was first in our own heart. God does not tempt us. That's a truth statement you could write about God. God does not tempt us. We are called as believers to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. We are to be doers of the word, not just hearers. Every good 
good and perfect gift is from above. I love that verse. I love that. Again, remembering that all the good things that we have in our life are from God. And just another one is we must bridle our tongue with the help of the Holy Spirit. So we can't do it on our own. I've woke up many a day going, I am going to hold my tongue today, or I'm going to be quick to listen today and slow to speak. But again, without the help of the Holy Spirit, that's impossible. All right. The next section in your here journal is letter A, and A stands for apply. So go ahead and write a capital A on the left side of your paper that's pretty big with a colon. How did this set of verses or passage you read today apply specifically to you? I I typically usually ask reflection questions about what I learned in the passage. So just kind of some self questions. Um, but go ahead and pause the podcast when you're ready and just write how what you learned today applies to you and your walk with the Lord. Okay, so for the apply section, for be doers of the word and not hearers only, my apply section, I wrote, you know, how often do I sit in church, hear God's word, and then during the week live in a way that focuses on myself instead of on the mission of God? I tell myself, you know, I showed up to church and the message spoke to me, but then I don't open my Bible during the week, judge or mistreat my neighbor, gossip, etc. When we are focused on the mission of God, it is so much easier to resist temptation and to bear the weight of our struggle. Um, I also wrote from verse 27, I liked to keep oneself unstained from the world, especially today with so many things being forced on our society as a whole. It doesn't matter how crooked the world gets. You know what God's word says. We are to act and speak from the truth that we know and not to question what God says is true and let the world shape who God is. Ooh, those are good. So under trials and temptations, I just wrote that it's really hard to grasp the concept of feeling joyful during our trials or temptations, but it's important to know that it doesn't mean that we can't be sad. Joy is an inward peace that we have no matter what is happening around us. And I know we've talked about that before. It's definitely so important. And when he says that God tempts no one, it reminds me of our tendency to place blame. Adam blamed Eve and Eve blamed the serpent. It's so much easier to blame someone else rather than to accept my desires, good and bad, come from within me. God is good. And so my self-reflection question for this is what desires do I have that I've placed blame on someone else or my circumstances? And then under my section that I wrote about a servant of God, I wanted to talk about James because he's the writer of this book. And at one point in scripture, James discourages Jesus in his ministry in Galilee. James did not believe what Jesus said about himself. At one point, he tried to bring Jesus home, yet he remembered his teachings and he paid attention. In Corinthians, Paul states that Jesus appeared to two non-believers and one of them was James, who thought that Jesus was insane. The resurrection completely transformed the entirety of James's life. James believed in Jesus without reservation after that and became a servant of his brother. And it's so easy to try to be like Jesus, which yes, is the goal, but we lose sight that we are his servants. We are called to live in service of Christ by following his commandments. We are not even close to his equal. And even the brother of Jesus, who could have acted entitled, was humble enough to know that he was here to serve and not be served. Ooh, all of those are such good truths. And even the way that you dug deep into each of those verses is amazing. Love that. Um, Here's some of the things that I wrote down under my A section. Again, I typically do purely all reflection questions and they just, I help meditate on these all throughout the day and throughout my week. I wrote down, do I count it all as joy when I face trials of many kinds? Do I seek wisdom from God in faith? What temptation 
sins are in my heart that could possibly entice me to sin against God? Am I a doer of the word, not just a hearer of the word? Am I quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger? So again, those are just some of my um, takeaway questions to evaluate my walk with the Lord. The last section for your hair journal is R, and R is for respond. This is an opportunity for you to respond to God about what you learned from your Bible today and whatever verses or passage that you studied, but by responding in prayer. You can just write a few short sentences, or if if time allows you to, you can write an entire page. It's really up to you and at your discretion, but usually just talk to God about anything that you learned that day, thanking Him for what you learned that day, or even asking Him to help you in an area that He has revealed to you as a weakness. So pause the podcast, write down a prayer in just a few short sentences. If if you want to go longer, go for it. Talking to God about anything in response to what you learned today from James chapter one. My response for James chapter one is I pray to act in accordance with the word and not the world. And Father, thank you for the reminder that you are good even when I am not. Thank you for being my source of joy even during difficult times. Ooh, that's good. Here is what I wrote down for my R section. Dear Father, help me truly in every area discussed in James chapter one. <laughs> I mean, bottom line, all of it. There's so many, yes. Uh, and then I wrote, I desire to have joy under trials and I desire to remain steadfast in my faith despite what my circumstances are. Please help me to be a doer of the word and not just a hearer. Please help me to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. I love you. Amen. Mm, so good. Also, if y'all hear a baby hiccuping, it's because, you know, I've got a six month old. So that's the life I'm living right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Quinn. (laughs) But I heard someone say one time that every day God is waiting for you to meet with him. Just imagine him sitting in the chair next to where you sit down to study his word every day, whether you show up or not, he is there. And Mm. that was really convicting for me. So convicting. All we have to do is show up ready and eager to learn. And no matter how much time you have, as long as you're earnestly wanting to learn from God's word, then you are doing enough. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be as deep as we just did then. We were just trying to give as big of examples as we can. But a lot of times my pages are a lot shorter than that. And that's okay. As long as in my heart, I'm showing up eager to learn whatever God has to teach me for that day. That's right. It's all about your heart posture and approaching the Lord, whether it's prayer or studying his word or sharing the gospel. I think one thing and one of the main things that we want our listeners to walk away with today is just don't let reading your Bible be intimidating. We hope that today's episode has given you at least two different perspectives on how to study God's word by doing the Hear Journal method. So whether you're a first-time person studying your Bible on your own, or you're a seasoned believer and you're just looking for a fresh way to approach God's word, we pray that this is a method you can just now add to your tool bag and feel confident to try on your own. Bottom line, remember that your time with the Lord does not have to be perfect. Just be willing to show up and willing to learn, just like Kelsey said. We hope today's been encouraging and we hope that you have an awesome rest of your week. Yep, we love y'all. Hey y'all, thanks for joining us today on the Sweet Tea and Jesus podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast so you can continue along on this journey with us. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple so others can find our podcast and be encouraged by these gospel conversations too. Follow us on Instagram for upcoming content, news about our podcast, and more. 
Thank you so much for listening, and we are looking forward to you joining us on our next episode. See y'all next time.